So welcome back to another episode. This is episode nine of Professionally Planned with Caitlin and M. And I'm Caitlin. And I am M. And today, Lauren Howard, we are finally talking about imposter syndrome. <laughs> it's only taken like six months. Six months. But we could also say it's only taken eight episodes, which sounds like a lot less. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like account for the fact that I have had to miss the last two recordings, which means it's a month, like. But first, before we get into imposter syndrome, we're going to kind of skate around it and like do do the general catch up stuff that we typically do at the beginning of these episodes. Yeah, don't worry, though. We'll be getting in there real fast because I had a huge uh, episode of imposter syndrome last night that we're going to talk about. <laughs> God, I love you so much. <laughs> what are you, what have you been up to in the last like two something weeks? Oh yeah. So I was sick all of last, last week or this week, depends on how you view it, uh, which sucked like a lot. Um, and Cause I couldn't, I couldn't really exercise. I got, I did get to read a lot, which was, as you know, always enjoyable. Uh, but I also, you know, got behind on work and I like my job and I like what I do. So it was kind of upsetting that I wasn't able to actually do it. But at the same time, sometimes you have to remember that you, you know, in my case, I'm working for a corporation kind of, uh, and that like, while my immediate coworkers and stuff care about me, the corporation doesn't care about me. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to live my best life. It's going to be fine. But uh, I also reorganized my office. And so it kind of looks smaller now, but there's somehow it it flows better. Because all of my great. bookcases, yeah, all my bookcases are right next to each other. And I can just look behind me at my little candle shop. <laughs> it's like oh. having a candle shop in your home. Exactly. Because it's all pretty and stuff. Um I haven't, oh God, I fell off the YouTube train because of like being sick and then Roe v. Wade being overturned and just the crippling depression that went along with that and, you know, hits me in the feels every single day. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, oh, but in News Designs is starting a rep team. That yes. happened. Yes, I applied for it. <laughs> Please, please consider my application to be on on your rep team. <laughs> yeah, uh, you and um, and Lupita have been texting me like, so am I on the rep team? Like, like how are you going to pick me? I don't know. <laughs> I know you can't like tell me or like, you know, it really is unethical to pick people before the, the team announcement, but just consider my application. <laughs> No, it's, it's basically a given that, like, Caitlin is going to be on my first rep team because she applied and she uses our stickers and is one of our best customers. Like, it, it just makes sense. I really like the stickers. I just got another order from you in the mail from your uh, June release, and I yes. have to sit down and film with them, I think, tonight. Well, I was going to film last night, but then the fireworks were happening, and... Mm -hmm. Not only did I, like, want to watch the fireworks, it's also just, like, noisy. Yeah. No, I feel that. Because mm -hmm. we can, like, watch from our, our living room window over the lake. So it's, um, it's nice. Are your sleeves just, like, puffy or do you have shoulder pads in them? No, oh, they're, they're, they're just puffy. They're just puffy. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're, is that, is that a uh, Lily Chidugi, uh original? This, one, this headband is. Yeah. This is the childhood cancer awareness headband. She has a, she has a new launch coming. She does. Um, there's gonna be, and this this is I guess my my general life update or catch up is that there's gonna be a Lily Sadugi and Roller Rabbit collab coming out uh, on I wanna say Thursday the eighth. What's Roller Rabbit? Is it like roller skates? No, they it's like I would say like preppy lifestyle stuff. They do pajamas. They're really known for their like pajamas that have like this monkey print on them. Hmm. But it's it's really fun, um, like fun prints. So there are three that I am eyeballing. Are you getting all three or are you just getting one? Well, they're going to sell fast. So I think I'm going to get three. And if I don't love them when they come in, they'll resale 
on the on the Facebook groups or something. That's fair. Yeah, I actually I started selling um, some of my stuff on Poshmark. Mm-hmm. Just like old, not old, but like workout clothes that I don't fit into anymore. It's been nice. Yeah, Poshmark actually has a decent like selling experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, downside is that you know you can like make offers and stuff like that. So I'm like, this thing retailed for sixty eight dollars. I want to sell it for thirty four, but no one will buy it at thirty four. And then they can make offers. They'll be like, I'll give you $2 for it. Yeah, the lowball offers are the worst part about like that app is that like they really should have some kind of thing like set in place where you can't like offer like less than a certain percentage of the item, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. What about the rest of your life though? It's not just headbands. Um, Let's see. Well, we were supposed to do a family 4th of July thing and then it got canceled um I don't know it's about it yeah it's hard because I watch your YouTube videos so I'm like I already know how the like REO Speedwagon concert was and like didn't we already talk about that that was last episode wasn't it I don't know time is a weird soup like yeah yeah it is I can tell you what we haven't talked about though what haven't we talked about Oh, actually, I just thought of two things. One, I was going to say imposter syndrome. Yeah. But then I was also going to say about, like, shop stuff. Yeah, shop stuff. Um, so I just picked a new rep team. <laughs> I know, I know. I'll be sad to have you have you go. But it's fine. Alas, the times are changing. <laughs> the, the rep team, it must, it must move on. I don't know. I mean, I've, I'm on, I'm on some people's rep teams and it just, you just never leave. Once you're in, you're in forever, unless you like stop. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm getting enough, like a number of applications. I think I got like 40 or 50 this time around where it's like, I can't just hold the same people's spots, like, Mm -hmm. like forever, because then it's like people want to be on the team. So I want to give like equal opportunities. I am having some like uh, reps from previous teams from my first team back. So you can serve, serve a non-consecutive term. Mm-hmm. But I am excited. I will serve a non-consecutive term. A non-consecutive term. So I have a new rep team and I'm sorting stuff out with them, trying to figure out details of my July release, which I think is going to be a little bit later than they typically are. Mm-hmm. I'm working like, working on designs right now and it's like it's a slog Mm -hmm. I feel that I feel that on a spiritual level (laughs) I don't know like and I don't want to like get too close to the imposter syndrome conversation unless you want to go there right now oh we can do it all it is all interconnected okay well and I think like I just really can't draw right now like I'm I'm looking and I have ideas But at the same time, like my June release went so well that it's like, I can't draw anything without thinking this is not as good as June. It's not as good as June. And therefore it doesn't deserve to like exist as like stickers. So I'm like kind of stuck where I'm like, I can't top June. I either have to like accept down in my heart of hearts that like this release is just not going to live up to that or like not make like anything you know okay well two things one I have the opposite problem kind of which is where like I thought that our June release like the stickers that we made were really great I was really excited by them and we had one of our worst selling months ever and so I'm just like nobody likes our stickers like why why am I even trying like you know all of that stuff but at the same time July is a my birthday month B, our friend anniversary month. So That's you true. can't just not. It's also the one year anniversary of my shop. It's also the one year anniversary of your shop. Yeah. So, Which is probably the most important of those things that I listed, but still. No, no. The friend anniversary is probably the most important, but I'm, I'm planning some stuff out for the one year anniversary. I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do for that. I only have like one or two ideas. So like obviously idea a is like have have a sale yeah a sale like beyond rep codes so like I don't know 20% or something like that 
Mm -hmm. Um, the second thing that I want to do is I want to make like, um, like kind of like a sampler sticker sheet. That's like Caitlin's favorite. So like just clippings or like single stickers from a bunch of my favorite designs over the past year and just have them on one sticker sheet. Caitlin stands. It's going to be so like such a weird eclectic mix of things, but I, I want to do that. Or I was thinking like, if you spend a certain amount, you might get that sticker sheet. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I had a weird idea for you just now, which is making like friendship bracelet stickers. I don't know. That's cute. I don't know how I draw that. Yeah, but... I don't either. Because you know, like those cute little beaded bracelets yeah. that everyone has? That's what I was thinking. No, you should do that as like your washi tape. Oh God, that would be really difficult. <laughs> well, you I just got ideas to you. You have more artistic skill. No, we can't keep deferring to each other. Um, <laughs> So pick the rep team stuff is going on with that one year anniversary sale. I think, okay. I do have one question for you. If you want to talk through this conundrum I'm having with um, stickers in my shop. Okay. So I'm trying to decide and I like, we got really close to 4th of July. I had some 4th of July stickers and I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull them out of the shop. Like today is the 4th of July. So like, obviously they're not going to get to people before the holiday happens and it'll be after the fact. Should I be keeping all my holiday stuff or like even my seasonal stuff up year round? I don't know. I mean, we do it just because we're lazy, but also because kind of like when it's snowing, you know, in America, in the Southern hemisphere, it is not snowing. But right. like in the, I mean, I, I guess technically speaking in the southern hemisphere there probably isn't like that much snow but either way uh you know they still might want those stickers in like March you know when yeah things start sort of cooling down or whatever but I think I think the really specific ones you know something that says like Merry Christmas or like our candy hearts like yeah I'm probably not I guess like we could take them down at least for a little bit, but it's, again, it's, you know, it's only a 20 cent, uh, fee to keep them there. So then it, when, when you run a sale, right, like a 25, 20% off sale and someone's like, oh, I'd been wanting those stickers. I'm going to buy them now and use them in Christmas. Yeah. Or whatever. Like there's, there's two sides, whatever you choose to do is probably right. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm like trying to think about when I'm shopping at other people's shops, am I like really shopping for off season stuff sometimes, but not as often. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know if it's like worth it to like actively make the stickers that are off season and keep them on hand and like maintain the listings. But one thing is that there's always potential for a Christmas in July theme. That is fair. So that's the only example I have, right? Because there's no like, well, actually, that's not true. There is a book um, readathon called Summerween. So it's like Halloween themed. Oh. It's also in July. Because uh, I was going to say, no one uses Halloween stickers outside of Halloween, but they do if you're in this specific week on a readathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to market towards that crowd. Um yeah, so I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I don't know. My main conundrum is like, especially like like the recent example of like people messaging me on like July 2nd and are like, the, the 4th of July stickers are gone. And I'm like thinking to myself, they're not going to get there before 4th of July. So I don't want to like charge you. And then you get angry at me and like reviews, like it didn't arrive before 4th of July because you didn't buy them until the 2nd. Right, like, you get printables. That is, I know I've been keeping the printable one active, but like the physical sticker sheet, I'm like, no, not right now. Yeah. I think we're having our launch on the 22nd of July, I think. Whatever the, I think that's the, yeah, that, that's the right day. Which, by the way, I'm not going to be able to make our uh, 29th podcast episode because I'm going to be going to the Smoky Mountains. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, the Smoky Mountains, not the, skipping our podcast episode, but we can, we can work around that. Did I say mine was going to be on the 15th? Did I say uh, you did say that, which is also, I think, a podcast recording date. Well, look at that. 
Yeah. We're so good at this. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, but you, you choose, do we want to lean into the small business shout out first, or do we want to go to that question from the audience? Let's do small business shout out first, because I feel like the imposter syndrome is going to get kind of emotional. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Your, your small business shout out. Yes. So this week's small business shout out is Fable Bands. It is a headband predominantly company, which is after Caitlin's heart. Uh, it is Latina owned and I am a rep for them this, whatever, three months, six months, I think it's three. I don't know. Uh, you, but you can use the code M10EMM10 for 10% off your purchase. And they have all sorts of like headbands and scrunchies and hair scarves all in like fun fandoms. So it's, it's started sort of with more bookish themes, but they have things for like Sailor Moon and video games and stuff like that now too. And it's really, A, they're really cute. B, they're really, really nice people. Uh, and I don't really know if there is a C, but you should always be supporting a small business. Uh, and they're le- they're less expensive than Lily Chidugi. Okay. I'm okay. I have a little bit of head brand brand loyalty. Um, and M knows that, but who would have thought you would be the one to bring headbands to the small business shout out, huh? I know, <laughs> but they're really cute. I have a, like a little scrunchie holder that holds all of my scrunchies from them. They did a collaboration with what, Emily Cromwell. I think her name is She's also in like the bookish sort of scene, but they have shirts too, little pocket shirts. Oh, yeah. I've seen what you <laughs> posted about, about the table bands. They're really cute. They're so cute. Like literally so cute. I, I, I have a legitimate problem because I have a steep discount code for them and I just keep buying them. Now, do you understand what the headband budget's for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need a scrunchie to match with every outfit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's how, how, that's how they get. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get the headband organizers off of Amazon to keep them. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I don't have like the hard ones, right? Mm -hmm. Because my head is just enormous, which pro tip, they fit big heads. So, you know, if if that's a concern of yours. The information Uh, you didn't know you needed. (laughs) Yeah. But I ha- they have like these like stretchy ones that I like because my head is big and I need to figure out how to store those in a pretty way rather than just tossed in a drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any solutions for you off the top of my head. <laughs> head uh, off my head. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're cute from what I've from what I've seen. Yeah, they're real freaking cute, man. Okay, I'm driving. Now we're going to like 180 pivot to like our our conversation point here, which has been the question that has been sitting in our questions from the audience box for many, many weeks now. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much of a question as it is Lauren says imposter syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, it's not a question. It's just like, we all know you have it. Because everyone has it. And if they don't, they are lying to themselves. Or are just really confident. Well, I mean, let's just start out by like, what, well, what is imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome? Yeah. So. I pulled pulled a Wikipedia definition if you'd like something a little bit. Yeah. What does, what does Wikipedia say imposter syndrome is? Well, Wikipedia says that imposter syndrome is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon do not believe they deserve their, their success or luck. So that's mm-hmm. the end of the Wikipedia definition. And there's a lot of research that women experience it much more than men do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which well, it isn't surprising, but. No, it's not. Because I, I think there was a study, right, where like boys are complimented more on their work as when they're younger than girls are, right? Yeah, something about competence. Um, like, I don't know. I always, like, I think about 
everything, I always feel a little bit of imposter syndrome where it's just like, you know, oh, every, everyone's going to find out that I'm stupid and like, or, you know, no, no one, like, why am I even doing this? No one's going to like this. I like, I'll just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna quit. And in some ways, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I, I sometimes like think about like how other people might like perceive me as someone who's like doing graduate work and, you know, you're supposed to be smart when you're doing a PhD or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I couldn't figure out how to buy bananas the other night. Like, I'm the stupidest person working on a PhD that you've ever met. I don't really know like what I'm doing most of the time. Um, so like that, like, okay, I can laugh that off. I don't know how to buy bananas. I couldn't figure that out. Um, I don't, you don't need me to explain why. I, I really buy- want you to though. What was the issue there? The issue was, do you pay for them individually or by the bunch when they were bunched together? But then they're like, no, you have to count the bananas and type in how many bananas you're buying. And I'm like, what the hell? Let me just scan them and weigh them? No, it wanted me to act like it wanted me to count by bananas. And I'm like, does it count as one because it is a bunch or does it count as six because it's six in a bunch? And they're like, it counts six. And granted, there wasn't like a price like on the banana stand where it'd be like, I don't know, $2 or like. 20 cents or something like that. So like, I could like differentiate that way. I'm just like, I wanted bananas, but I have no idea what I'm doing. No, that's weird. That's weird. I, and I do a lot of other stupid stuff. Like, oh yeah. I mean, no, sorry. Not about oh, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's what I've been calling pH dumb lately, where I'm like, I can't swallow pills. Like I can't tell the difference. I remember for the life of me, the difference between arrivals and departures at the airport. Like, you know, things that have no bearing on your worth as, you know, like an academic or a business owner. Mm-hmm. Hell, I go outside and Nick is like, you were going to get robbed if you if you are like, you have your purse. Like, I'm like, oh, I guess you're right. Like, I guess I feel like I have no real world experience in some ways. Wait, why are you going to get robbed? I, I was just like on my phone and I had my like purse out and he's like, you're not, you don't be on your phone on the sidewalk. I'm like. Okay, that's that's fair, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have like no real world experience with things that like actually matter sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's I think a part of it, especially in like a PhD program, is that you that learning about everything that you don't know, and it's a very humbling experience. Mm -hmm. I think because when you come to grad school generally speaking, everyone's a hot shot and it's like, thinks they're hot shit because they're in a grad program. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I don't know. Cause some, sometimes you'd be like, oh my God, like Bill Gates is here. Like, whoa, I definitely shouldn't be here. And then you have to remember that it's like, so what? They're here. You're also here rather than sort of putting yourself down you should be like oh shit I'm like Bill Gates <laughs> like <laughs> that'll be the title of this episode oh shit I'm like Bill Gates <laughs> um, which I love that um and this is like reminding me of like my very first night when I got to like my master's program um and I didn't I, I went into like my master's degree straight out of college I finished my undergrad degree and I went immediately to grad school like that's what I like thought was like what I was supposed to be doing I didn't really know what else I would do if I got like a industry job in the meantime I didn't know what I would do so I'm like okay grad school it is um side sidebar have you seen that one TikTok that's like the world is going to shit maybe I'll go to grad school <laughs> it's like a song. he does a song <laughs> I haven't seen that, but no, if you don't need to go to grad school, don't go to grad school. Exactly. And I I love it, but like, it's a love-hate relationship. But anyway, my first night at my master's program, and it's like an introduction, like slideshow night thing. Like we, every, all the new students got together and like the, um, like existing students were there too. But if you were a new student, you had to present like a 
two-minute slideshow about yourself. And they sent out the guidelines ahead of time. And they're like, introduce yourself and your hobbies and like, uh, like where, where you're from. And then like a little bit about your research interests. And I get there and I've like prepared my slideshow and it's really cute and it's pink. And it feels like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm living in the movie Legally Blonde, but like um, the people who are in my like cohort, like the group of people that I'm entering into like school with, like, so like my class, they go first and they're like, um, hi, my, my, my name is so-and-so. My, my interests are like medieval chapels and I've been published in this publication. I've been published in this publication. And in my free time over the summer, um, I went on an archeological dig in Italy and, that sounds and then, really cool. It, 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 well, they're really cool people. And this is all just kind of like, I'm yeah. not going to like tell you about like my actual like cohort or whatever, but they're like telling us like research interests and like, and I'm funded on this fellowship and stuff like that. And I got up there and I'm like, hi, I'm Caitlin. I was at a sorority in college. And this summer I went to the beach. Also, <laughs> I like dogs. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I interpreted that correct, interpreted that correctly, but you know what? <laughs> there was probably someone else out there sitting there that was like, oh man, I want to be her friend. Like she seems normal. And sometimes I feel like I bring an element of comic relief <laughs> to, the, to the grad school crowd. I don't know. Cause my mind just doesn't work sometimes, but like, I'm doing well with like the research I'm doing, but like outside of that, I'm like, okay, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. I'm just kind of gonna do whatever I do. But I can look back on that and laugh around about like, I got up there and I showed pictures of like my sorority, like formal and like my dog and stuff. And everyone had like pictures of them on like archeological digs or whatever. And I, I showed these pictures, I'm like, okay, it's what it is. And then afterward, we were like gonna go out to dinner with like the, the like students who had been there, like the continuing students. Mm -hmm. And we got to the table and everyone's talking and I just broke down in tears. I'm like, I can't be here. I can't be here. Like, um, we're at like this like Mexican restaurant. I'm sobbing at the table. I'm like, I can't be here. Do you see what's happening? Like I'm the biggest idiot in the room. Like there's gotta be like, logically there has to be one stupidest person in the room and I think that's me so I think I need to leave and they're like no no don't leave we loved your presentation like gotta get out of here I gotta get out of here that was my first night in grad school (laughs) was like crying over dinner that I'm like oh god it's me I'm the dumb one and it was hard because like my entire life everyone's been like yeah you're the smart one Caitlin but like Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Maybe I give the illusion of having it all together. And I think, you know, that I can give the illusion of having it together when I'm really not, (laughs) but like, Oh God, it all kind of came crashing down on that first like night. And I think that was like the start of the imposter syndrome. Cause I went into Mm -hmm. this presentation thinking, look at me, I made this pretty presentation. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make friends and it's going to be like sorority recruitment and I don't know know what I was thinking but yeah I think though that like no one has it all together they everyone will like you know put on appearances like they do but like no one does I don't first of all I don't think anyone thinks that I do because every time there's a what I'm doing now and they tag me I just respond to them I don't just like I'm on my couch. I'm not taking a photo of this. <laughs> like, I'm just laying around like a lazy bum. But like, oh God. The thing about, I think, imposter syndrome, and this is something that you see a lot on social media, where it's like, don't compare your step one to their step 30 or whatever, mm-hmm. which is, it's a good idea in practice in that like, First of all, don't compare yourself to other people, period. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, you know, in my PhD program, a whole bunch of people were publishing papers and doing all that stuff. And I graduated with my PhD without ever having published a paper, technically. Yeah. I don't have any publications either. That was like my one thing that I was like, 
this summer I'm going to work on publication or whatever. And to, to interrupt your, your story, I think if there's one thing that I've learned about grad school or if I've been told about grad school is that it's actually not about competence. It's about work, work ethic. Oh yeah, 100%. Because you have to be willing to try and you need to be, you're basically going to school to learn how to learn. Yeah, it's, it's not about like grasping concepts. Like as soon as they're given to you, like, yeah, that's great, whatever. But it's about like being willing to put in like 65 hour weeks and like work on shit like constantly. And no one should be putting in 65 hour weeks, first of all. But like, if, if the task calls for it, like, I don't know, work a long day, I guess. Okay, I have not encountered a task like that, but the, uh, either either way, that you know, the point is that you have to try, and you have you you will fall down, and then you need to get back up again. That's it. That's basically all grad school is. You're going, you're going, and then you trip and fall on your face, and then you go, okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I. As I was saying, like, I don't recommend grad school to anyone who doesn't have to do it for your job. Because, like, for me as a mathematician, you can't do anything without a PhD. Like, you you need it. Which is why you can go straight from undergrad to a PhD program. But it is, it is mentally tough. It is physically tough. Like, mm-hmm. the number of times that I cried during grad school is... I think more than I've cried in my entire life summed up together. And like the whole physically tough thing, like you, you, you might've heard me talk about this, probably talked about this on the podcast. Like I'm taking a leave of absence because mm-hmm. like stress has started causing me kidney issues, yeah. which is weird. Um, and like, not what you would expect to like happen, but combination of genetics and stress and they're like can you be less stressed and I'm like I guess I don't know no yeah because like the stress of grad school triggered my underlying anxiety and depression which had not really like reared its head until grad school I also started having back spasms which was super weird it was bizarre but it's because of all the stress and it's People are always like, oh, you know, like you're putting too much pressure on yourself, but it's kind of just like a, a hive for pressure because yeah. like, you know, you can s- say, oh, it's collaborative, not competitive, but in some sense it's competitive because like grades, except that like they always, in grad school, your grades really don't mean anything. Yeah, no, they don't. They they really don't. <laughs> as long as you're like getting the GPA, you need to like continue not, or like yeah. stay active. It's not like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest advice that like my advisor gave me, like my first year, is you got you got to make friends outside of academia. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you are going to be like miserable um, because. Mm-hmm when everyone is working all the time and everyone is always thinking about like school, that's not a good mindset to be in. So you got to make friends outside of school who are just like people who are not academics and also don't marry or date an academic. Cause that like, and I, I messed up on that one. Um, just like being in a relationship where the two of you just like work constantly. Oh, oh and- yeah. No, no because because Nick works like a lot and then I work like a lot so it's stressful in that sense but I think the friends portion is a little bit more important because like it is nice to have someone like in like a relationship like as a significant other who like understands what you're going through like that's nice but like I don't know I think so I know that you know the support system is the biggest part right so like you know your family your friends your significant others for me with Gil it was easier just because neither of us are workaholics like we put in the work and then we you know at five we go home and we relax Mm -hmm. that sort of thing but the boyfriend that I had before Gil 
who is my toxic ex was very academic type, like, you know, nose to the wall doing math all the time. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, oh, and it, you know, it's bad enough feeling stressed out in your work life, but to be stressed out in your home life as well, because your home life is being merged with your work life. It's just like, yeah, there needs to be some kind of bound between those two. And, and what's, I think the worst thing is that imposter syndrome, it's, it can be in every aspect of your life. Because like, I feel it about our sticker shop. Basically every time anyone, like any other business owner is having like a lot of success at their launch. I'm like, but what about our launch? Like, come love us. Why don't they love us? Maybe we should quit. That's like my, that's my imposter yeah. voice in my that's head. imposter voice, uh-huh. Yeah. Because like Caitlin had a fucking amazing gym. <laughs> Like literally, I'm so I'm so happy for you, and I'm just like yes, because your June was amazing. Yeah, and our I June did. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I June was really great in my shop, and I don't want to downplay that. But I'm back to like this thinking in my head where I'm like, it's all downhill from here, Caitlin. It's always all downhill from here. <laughs> it's like I mean, think about it, right? What if you had had that thought in January? then you never would have gotten to June. Right. Because arguably January was like my best month, like to date. Yeah. And then June like knocked it out of the water. So I, there's going to be ebbs and flows and how well like a business does or like how well you do at any given task. But like, this goes back to that whole like work ethic and like persistence thing, Mm -hmm. just like pushing through. And especially in this sort of situation, you can't control it. No. Like, A, you can't control your imposter syndrome, really. Right. You can't control the markets. If we could, we would all be millionaires. Right. And, like, the only thing that you can control is making time for yourself to just sit down and do the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, so, like, I'm super not confident with my drawing lettering yeah I'm cool with that like I, I can letter all right like you yeah know. you can letter, you can letter. <laughs> and so yesterday I was just like on my couch really depressed because I was like no one's applying for my rep team and no one is buying my stickers and you know comparing myself to everybody else who's getting tons of rep team applications and tons of sticker sales or whatever and then I went you know what I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to take a Skillshare class and I'm going to learn something because if I learn something, then I, you know, I'll be better than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, all I learned was how to do layers and procreate and like the select tool. Can we talk about the select tool? Select tool is great. Oh, those are very important skills to have. Yeah, I didn't know that about that until yesterday. But now I feel better. And today I'm taking a class about how to find your art style. You know, shit like that. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm just like flipping the bird to my imposter syndrome. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I'm not a good artist, but I'm gonna be. Because <laughs> these are all learnable skills. Like, it, yeah. Like, you can, you can teach yourself almost anything. Like, whether it's public speaking or how to play the ukulele. Like, if you put in the work, you will be able to do it. I mean, you're not going to be, like, a, fu- a fucking master immediately. Or, like, maybe not even ever. Right. What do they say it takes, like, 10,000 hours to be, like, That's an exactly expert exactly what I was thinking about, yeah. But, like, I don't know if I want to spend 10,000 hours on one thing. I'd rather spend, like, 1,000 hours on one thing and 1,000 hours, hours mm-hmm. there and whatever. But... I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at some point you have to think, okay, is this worth it? Should I just cut my losses? Because like there are some people in graduate programs who are thinking about dropping out. And I have told several people, I'm like, yeah, you should drop out. Like, it's not like you don't need it for what you want to do. It's hurting your mental health and physical health Mm -hmm. and you're not happy. But 
Oh God, this is just the M tells you to drop out of grad school. Drop out of grad school. (laughs) Yeah. I could make some motivational stickers for you. Like the quotes, just drop out of grad school. Emma Reed. (laughs) Excuse you, Dr. Emma Reed. Dr. Emma Reed. (laughs) But like, you know, because I don't know. For example, I think that there was something that I was, I was like, yeah, I'm really going to do this. I like, I am going to learn how to sew and I'm going to take up sewing. And then, you know, for example, because that's something I never did. And I didn't really want to do it. I just like thought it'd be cool. And then it's like an, like a project that you never pick up again. And it sits in your closet for 10 years. Oh, believe me. I have a closet full of fabric. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I touched a sewing machine, but I have a closet full of fabric. Mm-hmm. And I always go to the, I always go to Joanne's and I'm like, yeah, I could make something with this. And then I get like two, three yards of it and I never use it. Mm-hmm. So And it's like, you have to be realistic sometimes in that sometimes your imposter syndrome is right. Well, that's just dark. (laughs) Well, it is. Like, I'm never going to be an Olympic athlete runner, right? I know that. But that, like, that doesn't mean you can't still enjoy it. You, like, enjoy sort of mediocrity. Does that sound bad? That sounds terrible. (laughs) Uh, let's, Let's say amateurism. Yeah, yeah. Like you can enjoy something at an amateur level. You don't have to turn everything into a profession or a business. God, I need to I need to hear that. I need to just replay that to myself. I mean, that's been like my whole life. Everything needs to be its own thing. But like amateurism, and when we use that, like the base of that is to love, like doing something for the sake that you just love doing it. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's something I need to like, practice a little bit more in my life is like not everything needs to be its own thing Mm -hmm. not everything needs to be its own venture not everything needs to like take up reoccurring time in my day sometimes you can just like pick up things and enjoy it and then like put it down Mm -hmm. again you know no 100 because at least for me this podcast is not about making money. First of all, we don't make any no, money. No, we don't Second of all, I don't think we're ever going to. And I that's okay. Because it's like, you know, it's a day every two weeks where I get to sit down and talk to you and like smile and bitch about my life. And like, that's how things should be. It should be enjoyable. Right. And we make it public not for the sake of like, we're going to... I don't know, go viral or like make money off of this, but it's like, I don't, I think we're entertaining. And you know yeah. what? Like if I, we can bring joy to someone else's day, we've, we've done something good. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get someone to drop out of grad school. If we can get someone to drop out of grad school, we've won. <laughs> it's like a, like a survival, like, it's like a um oh gosh like a fight to the death you gotta be the last grad student standing huh Em's gonna convince everyone else to drop out of grad school <laughs> age match yeah uh-huh oh my god really? we're in wrestlemania the money in the bank and they have a briefcase and on top of a left oh my god if only grad school had banks and briefcases and whatever money 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 would be nice um but like this is not to like say that like no one should ever go to grad school and that you Mm -hmm. hate every minute of it because it is a miserable experience. It's not like it has its time and it has its place and it Mm -hmm. certainly does things. And it's certainly necessary in a lot of fields. It's like the bachelor though. You have to be there for the right reason. You gotta be there for the right reason. Like not just because you want to have doctor in front of your name. (laughs) Even though that's really cool. Um, it's really cool, but like, don't go into debt just to have two letters in front of your name. Yeah. <laughs> you could, for, for a much cheaper price, you could buy a parcel of land in England and get like a older lady title. Yeah. And that's, that's four letters in front of your name. <laughs> Let me tell you. <ya. laughs> 
Caitlin, have you found my new birthday gift? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you want to be nobility? <laughs> I'll be the lady doctor. <laughs> lady doctor. <laughs> I think that has a different connotation. <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely an OBGYN. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that makes me think about Roe v. Wade. <laughs> oh, it's coming full circle. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to talk about that on the podcast just because it's not a joyful experience right now to be a woman in America. But you have to remember that just because we're th- realizing now, right, that the, uh, I would say the minority of America has it out for women, they have had it out for gay people and people of color for literally forever. People this is technically nothing new. Like there, yeah. Anyone who's like a member of a marginalized community knows that like, and when, when people like, when people have been posting on like social media, like, and I understand it's in like jest or whatever, like 4th of July is canceled because of a lack of freedom, but like, it's always been like that for some people. like we're only just beginning to realize it because it's impacting white women now exactly and it's just like open your eyes it's been like this for a while now do something about it yeah (laughs) that's where I stand I'm I'm tired of hearing people complain I want to see people you know making donations and like registering to vote things like that because it's not it's not just abortion that is an issue right now they're like i said we weren't going to talk about it well if i may make a call to action um i know that the red river women's clinic out in fargo north dakota which is north dakota had that law go into place where abortion is not um like an option anymore in north dakota we all knew that was going to happen but they're raising funds to move over the border like over the river like half a mile to the right so that they can continue to operate for the greater um, like Fargo area. So they're accepting donations right now. Um, They were leading up to this decision, the only um, abortion provider in the state of North Dakota. Mm -hmm. And now they have to have to move, but um, they want to continue to do good work and they've been doing good work for decades. So you are looking for a place to donate to and you know, it's going to go right into their pockets. Fargo, Moorhead, Red River Women, Women's Clinic. <laughs> there we go. Amazing. Okay. So hopefully, Lauren, this was enough imposter syndrome talk for you. I know that I'm feeling a little bit depressed right now. <laughs> well, let's end this on a lighter note. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> we'll make our pivot. Everything is just kind of like a 180 pivot for me. Um, let's go. What's one thing that you're looking forward to in this upcoming week? Oh, well, so today is the 4th of July and I'm no longer sick. And we got invited to go to like my coworker's house to hang out. And I'm very excited about that. Are there going to be hot dogs? There's going to be burgers stuffed with cheese. Okay. And some with jalapenos. I mean, that, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm also looking forward to finishing the book that I'm reading, which is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is a fun kind of like social network style book Ooh. about it, like the founding of a, of a fictional uh, video game company and like the games that they make and their histories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's by Gabrielle Zevin and it's coming out on July 5th. It sounds like a book that I would be interested in reading. Yeah, it's a lot about art. I will have to put that onto my list. And when I say that, I don't really have a list, but mentally, mentally, make a list. You don't need one more platform. Don't need it. But you need to remember one more password. But here's the thing: if you are on Goodreads and you're friends with me, every like Wednesday or something, it will email you telling you what I've been reading. <laughs> but isn't that what this is for? For you to tell me what you're reading? I do follow, well, I was going to say, I do follow M Reads books on Instagram, but now you're combining platforms, right? I have combined my platforms, yes. So it's all, all the books and planning in one 
one place. One convenient location. Yeah. Okay, what about you? What are you enjoying? Hot dogs? Um, no. <laughs> I really like hot dogs. Um, and I am going to post a video to YouTube after we get off this like podcast recording where I'm planning with hot dog stickers. But then I was like, when I was planning it out, I had already like filmed like four videos prior to it. And I'm like, I'm kind of out of stuff to talk about. So we're going to talk about things that thematically have to do with the spread. The theme being hot dogs. So that video contains a ranking of places that I like to buy hot dogs from. Um, (laughs) The the weird, I don't know where this came from. Like every 4th of July growing up, we used to just like watch the Nathan's hot dog eating championship. We didn't watch competitive eating at any other point during the year. It was just like 4th of July. Yep. That's what you do. You watch people eat hot dogs. No, um, not on Thanksgiving. My family watches the dog show. Oh, the, the not the puppy bowl. Um, but the, Purina the, one. the Purina dog show. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of those weird traditions. Don't watch the parade. We watch the dog show. The dog show. Yeah. So got hot dogs on my mind but what's new um (laughs) it it took a lot of like editing to like clean up that video because like I don't know like talking about hot it it veered into weird territory it got a little weird but it'll go up today so by the time this episode goes up there will be a hot dog video on my youtube channel um things I'm excited about I'm excited about those headbands, but I can't, my excitement each week can't be just headbands. Um, we're going to the lake, which is something. We're going to the lake. Um, I was going to go on a family vacation with my parents, but ended up like it just not work out in my schedule, like amongst other things. Yeah, I'm sad that you're not uh, going to be going to Asheville. Yeah. Because then I could visit you, but the sticker, it just got way too complicated working out a work schedule and a sticker release. And when would I pack the stickers if I'm gone for a week? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That, but That's fine. I can just go to Chicago. Just come to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. It would be fun. We'll have to figure something out. Yeah. But this has been another episode of Professionally Planned with Caitlin and M. Jazz!